Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello? 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 Hello?
Hallelujah. He's the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Hallelujah. Jesus the Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so this day we came, hallelujah, to give him praise and honor and glory. We came to study his word. Hallelujah. Ah, for my new people, glory to God. Ah, Anybody that's a teacher on this line, you know that you pay a high price to teach this word. Uh, it's a fight. Every time I get on here to teach, it's a fight. Uh, one of my um, overseers, she's hurt. Uh, that's bothering me. And lots of other things, you know, but just the spiritual warfare alone. And so the music, I hope that, you know, for some people, I'm being real. If your phone is, if you don't have like a real good phone, it's not as um, clear, and I'm sorry for that. Uh, but the reason why I play the music is to um, get the atmosphere set. Just like when you go into any service, the worship, hallelujah, it ushers in, hallelujah, the spirit of the Most High God. And that's the reason why I do it. Uh, not because I you know, need to hear music because I can hear it when I get off, uh, glory to God, but I do it for that. And so for my new people that think that's the time to talk or whatever, um, I, I, I love you, uh, but hmm, I'm real serious about this thing. I'm very serious about this thing. And I have people on the line that need to hear this word because the word refreshes you. Hallelujah. It restores you. It heals you. And so um, uh, you'll learn. (laughs) Hallelujah. I just need, you know, when you get on the line, just, you know, find the mute button or press star six. Like right now I'm hearing some screech. I shouldn't because I'm the only one that should be talking and we don't need any distractions. Amen. So if you don't know how to mute your phone, just press star six and it'll mute. But there's going to be a time that I'm going to ask for a prayer request or anything because I'm here to teach and I'm also here to help. Amen. And so without any further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and pray and we're going to start um, our Bible study. We're still teaching about the gifts of the spirit. Last week was awesome. Was it last week or did we miss a week? I think we might have missed the week because I know I had some problems. Glory to God. Yeah, just pray for me, hallelujah, as I'm praying for you. A lot going on, glory to God. Um, But whatever time that we did the uh, gifts of the Spirit, it was awesome, and the gifts were activated. Um, I know I got some uh, gold flecks in my hand, and I don't know if it was uh, that day or our power where the oil started coming out of my hand, and God's doing this thing. He's for real. And and, and I don't have time to play, hallelujah. Uh, This thing's getting real. It's always been real. For those of us who have been saved for a long time, mute your phone, press star six. Thank you. Last call, last time. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. Uh, For those of us who have been saved for a while, glory to God, 
Uh, there was a time that uh, we were slipping and sliding. I'm being real. Everybody, you know, and, oh, God's grace. Thank you for his grace. Thank you for his mercy. And God still has grace and mercy. But as you see the times getting darker, you hear about things that we didn't hear about before. I'm not saying there was never sex trafficking going on. I'm from New York City, and Times Square is where a lot of children run away, glory to God, and they come and and they get on the bus there, and there's pimps and things. I've been seeing those for a while. But now it's everywhere. It's all across this country, glory to God. In other countries, we know that um, a lot of the people in poorer countries, you know, they've been um, using their body, you know, to, uh, you know, they can eat or whatever, uh, glory to God. And But to see the, uh, the the evilness and how it's been magnified, I mean, anybody, Ray Charles can see, glory to God, that things are getting darker. And so when you see that, glory to God, that's even more time uh, to get on your post. It's more time uh, to pray and learn your word and hide it in your heart uh, because there will be a time, hallelujah, I pray that I'm already gone, uh, but a time is coming, hallelujah, that they will be taking away these Bibles and things. It's obvious, hallelujah. Uh, before our last president, uh, you know, it was a, it was really like a kind of like a Muslim thing going on. It was a kind of uh, uh, let's uh, let uh, everything that uh, comes against the uh, gospel, uh, let's make laws, you know, um, concerning those things. I don't understand why it's so hard to press a star and a six, because if you can't press a star and a six, you probably, you know, mm. she's going to stay safe. I'm not going to allow the enemy to distract me. I don't want to mute everybody. Hallelujah. I have, I'm sure I can get my prophetess uh, Yvette to mute everybody, but then, you know, it's hard when it comes time to ask for prayer requests. So please don't make me do that. Let me be nice. Same thing happened when I went to the uh, hospital today with my son. Uh, there was people there that, you know, that's when you know you're saved, and that's also when you know that you still need some work in some areas. I possibly need some work uh, because I'm a fighter, been a fighter. I'll fight you in the spirit. I'll fight you in the flesh. I'll fight you with this tongue. I'm a fighter, but I need to know when to fight. I need to know when to be quiet. So you're praying uh, for me. Uh, hallelujah. Because I don't want to, you know, hallelujah. I'm not going to allow the enemy to have any more ground this day. Whew. It was hard to get on Morning Glory this morning because of the warfare, and it was hard to study uh, for Bible study. And so I'm not surprised, hallelujah, but I'm going to do a little bit of review. First, I'm going to pray. Father, mm, I thank you right now for who you are. I thank you for this time, Father God, that the saints of the Most High God have gathered together to read and to learn your word, Father God. You told us to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not being ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Holy Ghost, I need you to rightly divide this word through me in the name of Jesus. None of Darlene, ha, hide me behind the cross, but all of you. Father, I thank you right now that there will be decency and order on this line because you're a God of order. Hallelujah. I thank you right now that we're going to mature in you, Father God. Hallelujah. We're not going to just take things for granted. Uh, there's people that are dying, hallelujah, just to hear this word. There's people that are walking for days just to get a, a chance to come and to be among the saints of God and to hear the word. There's people hiding in caves, hallelujah, teaching this word. There are people being persecuted and going to jail and having their head cut off for this word. And so, Father, I thank you right now that we will reverence this word and realize that this word is alive. It's you. You said in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You're the word. You're the living word. And so I thank you right now, Father God, that we'll learn how to hide this word in our heart so that we wouldn't sin against you. I thank you right now, Father God, that this word would find good ground and that it would remain. 
I thank you right now, Father God, for the washing of, the, of our spirits because of this word. Lord, I'm asking this. Lord, because we're preaching and teaching on the gifts, Father God, let them be activated. Let some receive some of the gifts. Let some of these gifts be stirred up. I take authority of every spirit of distraction, and I dismantle in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I thank you that you'll reward accordingly whoever's doing it, especially if they're doing it deliberately in the name of Jesus. If they're doing it unconsciously, Spirit of the living God, tap them on the shoulder and let them know uh, this is not the place, this is not the time, and they really don't want it. God, I'm asking all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ, and I'm calling it done. Amen and amen. Well, last week we were talking about the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and prophecy. Hallelujah. And we just um, we hit on the discerning of spirits a little bit. And that's what I'm going to be. My concentration is going to be today, though, um, on uh, discerning of spirits. Because people talk about it. A lot of people even say it wrong. It's, you know, they don't really understand what it is. And they use it just to um, try to say, oh, this one a witch or this one that. They have no clue. And so I felt like it was time um, to, uh, to put a spotlight on that so we can learn. Uh, the Bible said my people um, suffer or destroy for a lack of knowledge. It's not even that we want uh, to be a certain way. Uh, sometimes we just don't know any better. As a teacher, I've seen children come in and, and some have manners and some know how to sit and act. And you could tell the ones that weren't taught. Hallelujah. And so as teachers in the gospel, we must remember the same thing, that everyone's not in the same place. Everyone's not getting the same teaching. I was blessed to be under uh, the late, great Apostle John Boyd to learn so much. Hallelujah. And then uh, to be blessed to go to Bible school. But everybody wasn't. Amen. And so uh, we're learning. We're learning together. I don't know everything. Hallelujah. But this thing I know is that this word, it works if you know how to work it. Amen. So for those of you that are following along with me, hallelujah, I'm in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. Um, I'm going to read from the 1st to the 11th verse because this is our foundational scripture. It's talking about the spiritual gifts, okay? And I'm reading out the Amplified Bible. And it says, now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments given by the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led off after speechless idols. However, you were led off, whether by impulse or habit. Therefore, I want you to know that no one speaking by the power and influence of the Spirit of God can say, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is my Lord, except by the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. And so that's very important to know, that all the gifts that we get, they're coming from the Holy Spirit. Yes, there's counterfeit counterfeit gifts out there uh, that the enemy has, hallelujah. There's even gifts that um, people that are a new age, they try to center themselves and let their human spirit speak. All of it's garbage and trash, hallelujah, and it's not of God, amen. <clears throat> all that psychic mess, hallelujah, that uh, some people, I pray, no one that, you know, a part of the, uh, the, this ministry is calling them psychic high, um, high um, hotlines and things. But I do know I've been in churches where people have signs around their neck. They're wearing their horoscopes. I see people that are supposed to be Christians uh, talking about, um, I'm a, uh, what do they say? I'm a, uh, uh, their sign, they're telling their signs. What is this? I just got on. What chapter are we on? The blood of Jesus. Uh, we're on the uh, 12th chapter. 1 Corinthians 12th chapter. Wow. <clears throat> oh, glory to God. And so, um, hallelujah. 
And so a lot of people don't know. I would tell people, you know, um, you shouldn't be wearing signs. What's wrong with the past? The pastor ain't saying nothing about it. Well, that doesn't mean that it's okay because the pastor is saying it's pagan. Are there astrological signs, and do some of them have things to do with God? Absolutely. But we don't fall uh, uh, and live our life according to the signs. Hallelujah. And so that's where the problem comes in. And people say, well, Apostle, what sign are you? I'm, um, I'm the sign of the cross. That's the sign I was born under. Amen. And so it says, now there are distinctive varieties of spiritual gifts, special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers. But it's the same Spirit who grants them and empowers believers. And there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service. But it's the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things. But it's the same God who produces all things and all believers. See, now this is what I like. Hallelujah. We're talking about things that uh, anybody, hallelujah, anyone that's saved, hallelujah, uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit is for them. Hallelujah. But not only that, uh, glory to God, after you get the uh, Holy Spirit, then there's some more gifts that come with it. It's like somebody at Christmas just saying, I don't, you know, I don't want to lie. You could just, you know, give me this. No, I want everything. Hallelujah. Somebody bought for me. Come on now. And Jesus bought it with his blood. Hallelujah. And so if he purchased um, our salvation with his blood, and then he sent the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, when he left, I want every single thing that the Holy Spirit has, hallelujah, because we know, glory to God, that the gifts, my, 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 it makes life so much easier. And we talk about discerning of spirits uh, today. You'll see what I mean. Amen. And so there's distinctive ways of working to accomplish things, but it's the same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring, energizing, and empowering them. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination, and the enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. That's important to know as well. It's not so we can walk around telling them, um, hey, girl, um, yeah, child, lay hands on the sick. They be covering, uh, like the apostles did. Remember, they were so excited and boastful, and Jesus let them know, listen, uh, I don't know what you're so excited about because the, uh, the, uh, the, the, sub, the spirits are subject to you. The thing you should be most excited about, hallelujah, is the person that's the greatest is the one that's a servant, hallelujah. Uh, that's what we've been called to do, to be a servant. And all these people, and, and you all know I'm telling the truth. There's people walking around acting like they're better than somebody else because they had gifts. First of all, the gifts and the callings come without repentance. Uh, the Holy Ghost is just uh, wonderful, and, and many people have gifts, and they're not even any longer uh, walking how, we, how they should be. But God is not an Indian giver. Well, I'm not going to say Indian giver anymore. I know that's not politically correct, but that's what we used to say when we were little. Indian giver, you gave, you gave it to me. You took it back. And that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, God doesn't take back uh, the gifts. And so that's why many times we get confused because we see people operating in the gifts and we just uh, think, well, they must be anointed. No, baby, they're not living nothing, and there's not even an anointing with the gift. Uh, but uh, God will use you and refuse you. And so it's important to realize that when you get a gift, hallelujah, it's because it's needful for the ministry that God's called you for and called you to. Some of us are blessed that we have um, all nine. That's rare. But for those of us that are apostles, a lot of times you'll have that because you're operating as an apostle in every single fivefold ministry. If you are a real apostle, you're also a prophet. You're also a pastor, you're an evangelist, and you're a teacher. So you need all those gifts uh, to do what you have to do. Amen. But it doesn't make anybody better than anybody else. 
to desire the gifts? Absolutely. Always desire a more of God. Amen. Ah, To one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak. Hallelujah. The message of wisdom. And to another, the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same spirit. To another, wonder-working faith is given by the same Holy Spirit. And to another, the extraordinary gifts of healing by the one spirit. And to another, the working of miracles. And to another, prophecy, foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people. And to another, discernment of spirits, the ability to distinguish sound, godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults. Well, you know what? She didn't, she didn't preach my whole message right there. My, well, I'm not preaching, but teaching today. And let's say it again. Now, for discernment of spirits, hallelujah, the Amplified Bible says that discernment of spirits is the ability to distinguish sound. Mm, they're telling the truth. Have you ever, hallelujah, heard somebody start uh, uh, speaking in tongues and, and it just sounded like it's some off? Uh, like, matter of fact, it's making you want to uh, puke. I'm just being real. It's just vexing your spirit. Then you know that that sound is not God. Because when you speak in tongues, it's just something that will get you in. It's like, hey, ah, something's different going on here. Glory to God. And you can tell. I told you that I preached one time in an apostolic church, and I didn't realize that in the apostolic church that they believe that you're not saved unless you speak in tongues, which that's not scriptural. Uh, uh, the, the thief on the cross, we didn't read anything where, where uh, when he um, you know, was on the cross that uh, he started speaking in other tongues, but Jesus said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. You have to know who Jesus is. Confess your sins, and the same shall be saved. But because they believed that you had to be uh, speaking in tongues, they made themselves speak in tongues. And it was horrifying. I'll never forget that as long as I live. And I said, Lord, uh, let me never have to experience that again. That was in Corona, Queens. Uh, I'll never forget it. But uh, you know the sound. Those of you that have the Holy Spirit and you have the sermon of spirits, you know the sound. Just like you be in church. Come on now. And somebody will start praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know when they're uh, caught up in the spirit and you'll know uh, when they're uh, being delivered. And you also know when it's someone mocking. I can't stand it when someone's making pretend. I just want to go and smack them. I said it. Pray for me. I just like, don't play with God. Don't do that. Just like when the uh, the disciples were walking along and, and the, uh, the young lady had a spirit of divination, and she was like, oh, yes, these are apostles and men of God. And they turned around and they cast that demon out of her because even though uh, she was saying the right thing, it was the wrong spirit. So those of us that have the sermon of spirits where other people would be like, preach, baby, go ahead, or they'll think they're praising God, and they're, oh, go ahead, and, and they're really mocking. Uh, those of us that have the sermon of spirits, we're just looking at them like, Sit yourself down someplace, please, and get saved. Amen. And everybody else is looking like, are they so critical? No, it's not that. We can tell, hallelujah, by the sound. Glory to God. And then it says, godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults. Now, some of us, especially those of us that came up the old school way, you know, they had so many rules and so many different doctrines. Uh, you know, if you had, you know, uh, your toes out, you know, you're going to hell. If you had on uh, no sleeves, you know, on your dress, hallelujah. Um, even if you had your hair braided, in a lot of churches still, 
I remember when Elder Rose and I would go in certain churches, you had to have something on your head all the time, glory to God. Uh, and so if we were going to a church, uh, Bishop Bonner, who just recently died um, in Harlem, and um, sometimes we didn't have anything for our head, and they would have a big, did I tell you one of those big bobby pins? The ladies on the line would know uh, that you uh, set your hair with with the rollers. They would have a big bobby pin and one of the doilies, or sometimes some tissue. If there was no more doilies, I'm telling you, they will fold up some tissue. Mm-hmm. Take that bobby pin and put it on top of your head. Now you know. Mm. Come on. Uh, and so we have a lot of different uh, deceptive doctrines that man made, glory to God, to another various kinds of unknown tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. All these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowering, are brought about by one and the same Holy Spirit, distributing to each one individually just as he chooses. Did you hear what I said? Just as he chooses, just as the Holy Ghost chooses. Hallelujah. Yes, Paul told us to desire uh, to prophesy and definitely desire to speak in tongues uh, because we know that that's how we build up our most holy faith and desire all the gifts that you want. But at the end of the day, it's the Holy Ghost, ha, Rebbe Moshe, that has the last say-so on who gets what gift. And so um, uh, we need to get over it. And I'm not talking about we on this line. I'm just talking about as the body of Christ. For those of you that are like me, that have been around for a minute, you've seen some things, and it'll make your, you know, your head spin and your hair stand on top of your head because you just don't understand uh, glory to God. But it's time for us all to understand and to reverence. That's my words this today. Uh, that's why I was uh, uh, vexed, you know, reverence of the Spirit of God, reverence of the people of the Most High God. I don't think that anyone should um, uh, kiss anybody's toes because they have a title, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think that uh, the people of the Most High God that are laboring, uh, that are suffering, uh, that are praying for you, that uh, come, that study, I think that we should um, uh, uh, be uh, respected, uh, you know, unless something has happened to make uh, it not be that way. I just feel that way. I, I respect anybody uh, that's doing the will of God, from the person that's cleaning up the uh, bathroom so that when we go in uh, that we don't have to worry about, you know, uh, anything, you know, being not how it should be, from that person uh, to the person in the pulpit. I think everyone's important, and we should uh, respect uh, uh, that. Amen. So I'm going to talk about the Sermon of Spirits. I'm going to, um, I probably won't be long because, like I said, it's been a very long, hard day for me today. And that's okay. I'm not complaining. I'm just being real. She's human. Mm -hmm. I know y'all think that I walk on water. I'm going to try. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all, I'm not going to oh, apostles too much. But I'm going to ask y'all to walk with me one day. Now, can I just say this? This is a sidebar. I had read, and I believe it, uh, because sometimes I get the martyr. You know, it's a, 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 a thing that you get that there's a lot of martyrs, and it's a, a little, um, I can't think of the word, uh, publication. And they were talking about some people in China, my God, my God, that were being persecuted, and they were trying to get away. And it said that they had walked on water. And a lot of people would think, oh, that couldn't happen. But you know that little um, Chris Angel demonic guy? He walked in air, and he walked on stuff. Why wouldn't you believe that God would allow uh, his people to walk on water? Amen? And so that's why a lot of stuff I say, people think it's so far out there. But I, I just believe God to do everything and anything. Same things he was doing before, he can do again. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if uh, uh, who was it that well, Peter walked on the water until he saw her. she's tired today. Paul, 
Somebody can unmute their phone and tell me who walked on the water. And then they looked up. Was it Peter? Then he realized that he was walking and he fell into the, uh, the water. I know I got some Bible scholars on here. I believe it was Peter. Nobody wants to tell me. You're scared to unmute your phones now? Mm-hmm. It was Peter. Thank oh. you so very much. Who was that that just answered that? Evangelist Antoinette. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Love you, dear. Yeah, okay, so I'm, you shouldn't have told me you was on the phone because, hallelujah, you hear my voice. Mm-hmm. We're going to sing us something when this is over because I need hallelujah, the, the anointing. Uh, to saturate this line. Amen. So discernment, discerning of spirits, it deals with whether spirits are divine, satanic, or human. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people use those, uh, that gift to point out other people's faults. Ah, that's not what it's for, family. Uh, glory to God. And you know people. <laughs> Let me tell you what I see on her. <laughs> Come on, she's teaching. Don't be mad. Uh-huh. I see that on her. And nobody asked you what you saw on her. Find out what's going on with you first. Ah, she's teaching. Find out what's going on with you. Glory to God. And if you do see that on her, pray for her. Hallelujah. I pray that God would deal with her. Uh, glory to God. It's not for you to tell your uh, your best friend. Mm-hmm. Child, I can tell. Uh-huh. Every time she walked by me, I can tell. That's not what that's for, family. Uh, glory to God. Discernment of spirits is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that empowers the believer to tell the difference between good and evil spirits. It's the ability to distinguish between the truth of the word and the deceptive doctrines propagated by demons. Uh, whew, has anybody ever, and, I, and we're going to do, this is going to be on um, what you call today, uh, like we do on Zoom, glory to God, we have interaction I love Zoom, and um, I said that the next time we were going to go on Zoom and do it, but I didn't give you guys enough time to remember uh, to download Zoom because I would like to have this Bible study in the same way that we could interact. There's a place as you're teaching, you can see people raise their hand. You can ask questions. We can see each other. And so I'm going to ask you that those of you that like getting on Bible study, um, you're on Bible study all the time, um, please download Zoom. So that next Bible study, we can see each other. Amen. And I can see y'all making faces. I can see who's, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not even going to tell on the people that I saw at the meeting what they were doing. Hallelujah. But it's a, it's a better time because I'm going to ask a question and I want uh, answers right now. Thank you, um, uh, Evangelist Antoinette, for answering the last one. But have any of you ever, hallelujah, I've been in a, a situation, hallelujah, or been somewhere, glory to God, when you know that the doctrine, um, it was deceptive and that the people were believing a lie. Has anybody ever been in a, a, a church or you don't have to, it doesn't have to be you've been a part of a church, but just even visited or it could have been a church you were part of and you realize that the doctrine uh, that the people were teaching, that it was not of God, that it was uh, the, the, the underlying thing was that was demonic. Anybody? I believe so. Okay, let's hear about it. Um, I know one time I was pregnant with my um, first child, and I went to this um, church, and they called this up praying for me. Hmm. And she laid her hands on my stomach, and I started cramping. Hmm. I, mean, just, I just started cramping, and... I don't know. It just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I've learned that, you know, you don't let everybody lay hands on you. Yeah. Exactly. Being I was young and dumb and, you know. And, <laughs> like the rest yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, look at that. Mm-hmm. I had the same experience as the seven. I wasn't pregnant, uh, but uh, and I'm gonna call his name because I don't care. I don't know if I told you this before, but um, uh, Bernard Jordan, uh, the so-called prophet. Oh, the oh, oh, prophet. Oh. Okay, but did he? Was it him that hit, laid their hands on you too? No, oh, but who? it's related to Reverend Ike. Oh yes, he hung out. With, yeah, he was hanging out with Reverend Ike. That was his boy. But we all didn't know them. But see, I but see, this is the sad thing. I've seen um, people start out right, and um, Bernard Jordan, he started out right. We were all together, and some of y'all might have heard about this uh, minister as well, and that's fine because I'm telling the truth. And you know, hey, uh, uh, Prophet Brian Mosley, I used to be a part of that ministry, and that's where I believe that a lot of the gifts that I got uh, was because from being around a prophet. You know, uh, the anointing falls on you. You know, there's an impartation, just like many of you. Uh, this, you know, from being in this ministry, you can see now because I'm a prophet and a seer. And so now y'all are starting to see things. And I remember when Bernard Jordan first started out, he was also part of that ministry. And he was meek and he was kind and God was using him. But when he got with Reverend Ike, he went left. And it became all about money. And then, you know, uh, Russell Simmons and all the rest of them, you know, that's a whole other story, glory to God. They all got, and it was, it's about money for him. But when I saw him recently going to India and letting them people bathe his feet and do other kinds of things, I don't even know how I got to see it on TV, but I was glad I had seen it. And after a while, I had to turn the channel because it was so demonic. And his little son, Manasseh, who was hanging with Benny Hinn for a minute, but Benny Hinn don't mess with him anymore uh, because they have gifts. Uh, but the gifts are now propagated by demons. And so uh, Bernard Jordan laid hands on me, and I had, um, was having a, I had fibroid tumors. When I tell you I look like I was nine months pregnant and talk about cramping, and uh, my father had to call the – my father called everybody because I fell out. I was losing so much blood. Uh, that he, he called the firemen. He called the ambulance. He called everybody because I knew I was dying. I knew I had lost that amount of blood because the fibroids had grown that big. And, uh, oh, boy. So, yes, that is one instance of doctrines that are being propagated by demons. Amen. Anybody else have an experience? You know, Apostle, i like to say also, this is Wilma Powell. Uh, I'm uh, in Illinois. Um, in 1975, the Jehovah Witnesses, they were teaching that Armageddon was coming, October of 1975. Yes. And I literally saw these people giving their stuff away. I didn't really know the Bible then. Right. And I just said, well, Lord, my baby will only be a year old. You know, I can't believe you coming. After that, I started reading the Bible and studying it for myself. Mm-hmm. And... The son is coming back. He don't know when he's coming back, so how man going to tell you? <laughs> the Bible you know, the angels in heaven don't even know. Day. Amen. Teach now. Come on, Wilma Powell. Teach this. Amen. Come on. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Isn't that something though? And, and yeah. but you know what we but when we when you're not that's why the Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And if you're not reading the word, you just believe what sounds right. That's how I got caught up in different things. Uh, for a little while, I think I, most of you that know, I had I was Buddhist for like five minutes. 
you know, because I was uh, living in New York and I was uh, working in the mayor's office. And a lot of people, unfortunately, that are like up in that kind of echelon, you know, they're into always into something crazy. And so Buddhism had made sense to me because it would say that like sometimes like today I was at the hospital and I saw children that were sick. You know, you see other people. This lady, she was so sweet. She was saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm taking um, so much time. I'm like, you know, take your time. And you could tell that she was so sick. And my heart goes out. And but the, what Buddhism tells you is, well, if you did something in a prior life, uh, that's why you're suffering now. And so I was like, well, maybe that is, you know. And, and you know, of course that isn't true. It's uh, appointed unto men once to die and then after that the judgment. But I'm saying that to say it's easy to get caught up you know, into um, all kinds of uh, uh, cults and uh, uh, religions because a lot of times it makes sense to your human, you know, to your human spirit. You can agree with it because we know that um, the uh, the things of God, they're, um, if you're not saved, they're foolish to you. The Bible said there's foolishness unless you're saved just for like us. We read, used to read the Bible, and it makes sense. I used to read the Bible, I'm like, huh? But now it's like it's my it's my air, it's my everything, because now I have the right spirit. I have the spirit of the living God. And so now this word, it you know, it, you know, it's like food to my soul. Uh, but when you're not, you know, saved, you know, you're trying to figure it out with your own humanistic. And that's why I said that that's the next problem, not just that the fact that um, the doctrines are being propagated by demons, but sometimes it's just your own human self. Have you ever been in a service and somebody started prophesying? You want to say, would you sit down and shut up? Because sometimes at first they really, you can feel the anointing, you know it's God. And so because they have the attention, then they keep going. That's why you'll hear me many times when we're having a good time on our power or whatever, and the Holy Ghost is high, I'll, I'll say, okay, uh, he's finished and so am I. He still wants to minister to you, but he's not ministering to you through me anymore. I'm done. When he's done, I'm done. But a lot of people haven't caught on to that yet, and then they get into error because now they start um, prophesying. Be careful when people say, um, I know that uh, Harry is your husband. You know? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I can tell. I knew he's your husband. You know? Or, you know, Phyllis is your wife. Be careful with all that because a lot of times God ain't told them nothing. I've seen people, I promise you, and everything that's holy. I know a lot of people because I've been around for a long time. And some of you may have heard of um, uh, Todd Hall, the praiseologist. We used to preach and, and minister together a lot in New York. And he had some people that were following him because somebody told them that that was their husband and that's their wife. They got married and they were miserable. And they used to come to me and say, well, I know that God um, uh, said it because so-and-so told me. I'm like, y'all got married for real, for real, because somebody told y'all? And y'all can't stand? (laughs) When I say they couldn't stand each other, they couldn't stand each other. And so I'm like, well, mm." And so it happens all the time. Hallelujah. And so we got to be so careful about people uh, prophesying out their own human flesh. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who can somebody get um, Acts 17 and 11 and read it for me? Hallelujah. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Amen. And that's key. 
They script, they search the scriptures, and that's what a lot of us aren't doing. Somebody tells us, hallelujah, that God said uh, that you're supposed to go to Africa and marry, blah, 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 and you're going to be, you know, the mother of the nation, and everything's going to be okay. And, and, and then, you, well, where's the scripture and verse that tells uh, me that, you know, this is God, hallelujah. Or somebody says that, um, I need you to stand on this line, mm-hmm. Because on this line, the people that's given $100, I got a Google prophecy for you, uh-huh. And the people, <laughs> and, and the people that you got $5 or $2, get it back. <laughs> and if any anointing left, hallelujah, you know, uh, then I'll see what I got left. The devil is a liar. We're in scripture and verse for putting people on money lines to prophesy to them or give them some oil. Ah, Peter Popoff, he's another one. Every time he comes on, if you're up late at night, he's on BET. I just want to go through the um, TV and choke him. I remember years ago that um, they found out that him and his wife, his wife used to go through the audience and ask people questions. Then he had a, a thing in his ear, you know, the little receiver, and she had on a wire, and she would tell him when the people would get up what was going on. And he's selling um, uh, oil and water and blah, 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 and people are buying it. And then I hope, you know, no offense, but then people that are a little brown are the ones getting like, yes, I um, send away for my um, – <laughs> My blessed oil, and now I got a job. You wasn't going to get a job if you didn't have no blessed oil. Then you go out and look. It didn't just come and fall on you. Come on. You know, and it's so sad. Uh, but there's so many gimmicks and tricks, and that's why it's very important, hallelujah, that you search the scriptures. And I don't care who's saying I've told you this a million times. If Apostle Darlene Hunter Fan tells you something, and it doesn't line up with the word, holler at me and tell me. You know, I don't care who's doing it, me, anybody. Uh, the Bible says if anybody comes, uh, an angel, whoever, let them be a curse, that if they add a, a, another, uh, you know, jot or tittle to this word, that's revelation, and that's real. And so we must learn to search the scriptures, because in the Bible says you find life. Amen. And so that's very important. Uh, can somebody else give me First John 4 and 1? Um, well, I've yes. been looking for it also in First Corinthians. I can't remember exactly where, but it says the adversary presents himself as the angel of light. Oh, so if you don't know the word, he'll just tweak it just a little bit. Come on. Just Absolutely. a little bit, mm-hmm. and you're going to believe it. Of course, because you heard your pastor say it, but you didn't go and read it for yourself because, so, no offense, sometimes pastor just got a piece of it, and he didn't, might not even have, you know, uh, I'm not going to talk about the pastors today, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, and so we're repeating or we're repeating what, what, what uh, mama, big mama them said, uh, because big mama's singing the hymns at home and, and, you know, uh, sometimes big mama couldn't read so good. So I'm not mad at her. Uh, so she's just repeating what somebody told her and so forth and so on. And so, you know, now we messed up. Mm, help us. Oh Lord. Amen. And so that, but that angel of light is real. And that's why we don't seek to see things. When you get in the spirit and you start loving the Lord, he'll open up your eyes. But that's why you don't seek to see things because uh, the devil hears you. I want to I see something. Uh-huh. Possibly talking about she see angels. I want to see something too. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you don't see an angel. Uh-uh. <laughs> it might not be the one you're looking for, though. So don't seek for that. Seek to be, hallelujah, uh, wrapped up and tied up in him. Glory to God. And with all that, hallelujah, uh, he'll know I can trust this person now to see some stuff. Amen? Amen. Uh, glory to God. 
Who has First John four and one? Y'all gonna make me get it? I have it. Yay! Come on, event prophetess. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Okay. Is that what we're talking about? Is that real? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to talk about nobody because I'm not so sure yet. But there was a man of God that I was like all up in it, you know, and uh, I was just listening and I was liking it. And then I've been hearing some stuff, uh, but I'm not judging. I'm going to just keep on praying and I'm not going to put my mouth on him. If I talked about Bernard Jordan, he deserved it. You know, if I talk about it, I mentioned their name, it's okay. I don't feel no nothing. When I'm speaking and any of us are speaking, there's angels in heaven that are recording every idle word that we speak. So it's very important, especially when you're teaching, you got to watch what you say. And so I, feel, I, I, I know I can say what I said because it was true. Hallelujah. And uh, the angels in heaven know. Amen. So, you know, that's real. And so this other person, I'm not sure, and I would never put nobody out there because we all sometimes make a mistake. Amen. And so, you know, we, we pray. If you hear, um, you know, people are quick to call everybody a false prophet. That's another thing. I, I, I don't do that. I know that um, as a prophet of the Most High God uh, that there's times that you can miss it. Hallelujah. And when I was younger, I'm pro- I probably did. This is a difference, though. I'm be real. Let me be real. I always have feared God. I was Catholic before I got saved, but Catholic people, they fear God. They do. Uh, they don't fear him in the sense that they're uh, doing everything right because they, they let you know. Uh, I went to see a priest one time, and he was sitting in his office, <clears throat> excuse me, smoking a cigar and drinking some scotch. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, so I would think there's nothing wrong with me to go home and smoke a cigar and drink some scotch if I wanted to. You understand what I'm trying to say? But they fear God in the sense that they believe in miracles. They believe that God is, uh, you know, he's almighty. I'm saying like that. Uh, glory to God. Uh, but they're doing everything, you know, that they're big enough and bad enough to do. And so it's very important that, you know, you get this word and that you know this word, glory to God, uh, because uh, they'll tell you anything. You know, they had us, you know, genuflecting. And for those of you that don't know what that means, it's when you get down on one knee and you make the sign of the cross, you know, and so you do that in front of statues. Uh, today, when my uh, son and I were going to the hospital, uh, there was um, a couple of streets that were named after some saints. One of them was St. Christopher, and it brought back memories because a lot of people that are Catholic wear those uh, St. Christopher medals. I think they're supposed to protect you or whatever. You know, it's just a lot of isms and schisms and, and messed up stuff. And so we got to be real careful that we don't get caught up in tradition. Uh, people got mad, and oh well, uh, when people were having, um, when we were going through um, uh, fasting, uh, some, some people decided they were going to do Lent. I'm like, do y'all, do y'all understand that Lent is a Catholic thing? Uh, they don't eat meat on Friday and all that. That's uh, not biblical. Show me where they talk about Lent in the Bible. Yeah. You know, and so people were adopting that. Yeah, I'm giving up such and such for Lent. I mean, are we saved? Why are we getting it all crossed up and mixed up with traditions of men? You'll talk about the Catholics, but you're doing the same thing that they do. You're putting the ashes on top of your forehead. For what? What does that signify? Really? Show me where Jesus had any of his disciples walking around with some ashes, making a cross on top of their head. <laughs> and people got mad on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care because I came to kill a demon. The Bible says the truth will make you free. Hallelujah. I want to be free. I've been bound for a long time. I've been bound and was saved. I don't want to be bound anymore. Hallelujah. I don't want to be ever entangled again with a yoke of bondage. But the Bible tells us the truth. Hallelujah. This word, it will set you free. 
And so sometimes it hits all of us. And like they used to say in the church, if you can't say amen, just say ouch. Because my toes, somebody was teaching one day, what are my people? They were stomping all, all over my toes. I, I could have got mad or I could have got right. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just being real. Thank you for the word. Thank you for stepping on my toes. I'd rather have my toes crushed than find myself in dying hell where a lot of so-called preachers are. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Amen. One recently went that um, I used to belong to their church, a bishop. And I promise you on everything that's holy, I have no reason to lie. The angels in heaven are recording what I'm saying. He told me, he said, Darlene, let the people know that I, 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 I didn't make it. He was gay. And he was my bishop. And um, hmm, I had left and uh, someone else that, you know, a few people in this ministry. And, uh, and I haven't told them that because God hasn't released me to say it yet. Uh, because they're not ready to hear that because he hasn't been, you know, gone that long. And it probably, you know, I'm not trying to kill nobody, but I want them to be free. Because while he was there, uh, I had been gone by this time. He started having LGBT, a whole of everybody in the pulpit was that. It was a hot mess. Hmm. And some people just stay because they love their bishop. I don't love nobody enough to go to hell for them. And so, you know, hallelujah. I knew this was going to be a good um, Bible study because the enemy fought me hard to get on. But I'm saying this to say that... um, yeah, I'm going to have to tell them, though, when the Holy Ghost lets me. And many of them have joined Divine Destiny now because he is gone, and God is blessing me to, uh, you know, to minister to them. Hallelujah. But, you know, they still miss him. I miss him, too. But he, I promise you on everything. He said, darling, he said, let them know they don't want to come here. But I knew he didn't make it in. That's why I cried so hard uh, because while I was there, you know, I prayed for him. And um, he wouldn't hardly let me get in the pulpit too much because he was afraid because everybody knows she bold. I've been like, excuse me, all y'all. Yep, you, this one. I started calling names. And you and you and you, come on to the altar. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, he very really let me in the pulpit. He let me direct all his choirs, come on now, and all that kind of stuff and pray sometime. Or he would let me pray. Uh, but he didn't like me preaching too much because he was uh, sitting there like, oh, Lord, what's she going to say? But, um Anyway, it's very sad, and I don't want to see anybody. Uh, God doesn't want to see anybody go to hell, but most of all, uh, those of us that have preached the gospel, my, my, my. Paul said, you know, uh, after I preach the gospel, I don't want to be a castaway, and I don't either. I don't want to have to go through all that and then go to hell. Mm-mm. So if if you got to crunch my toes, crunch them. Amen. Ooh, I can get in there with some, you know, sore toes. Well, at least I'll make it to heaven. When I get to heaven, they'll feel better. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Okay, hallelujah. Okay, so we read about that, and we know that um, um, uh, discerning of the spirit, okay, calm down, calm your spirit. Discerning of spirits is also uh, to exhort us, hallelujah. God wants us to, be, to know that um, we need to be spiritually discerning all the time. And then this last day is even worse. But the Bible says that in the last day, they'll be like, here's Christ, there's Christ. You know, everybody's Christ. Everybody's a master prophet, a chief apostle. Everybody's the chief of the chief of the most of the, you know, uh, the high exalted poobah. You know, give me a break. Hallelujah. And you got to be able to discern that. But that's a key right there. If you see people exalting themselves, please run for your life uh, because uh, that's never God. God's people, hallelujah, we try to stay humble. We try to uh, be transparent uh, because uh, uh, we know that um, uh, we want to be relatable 
teach Holy Ghost, uh, people that are trying to act like, oh, maybe one day you'll be as good as me, run for your life. Hallelujah. Run. Put your little um, uh, tennis shoes on and run your little cell phone out of there. Hallelujah. Uh, You have to be able to use the word of God to test the spirits, which our um, prophetess Denise just told us, to see which line up with God and which are in opposition. Because uh, many things are opposing what God is saying. I know y'all love Barack Obama. I was a whole bunch of stuff I loved about him, too. But when he lit up the uh, White House in the rainbow, I was done. I was done. I was more than done. It's bad enough you pass the, um, you know, and I we all got people that's gay in our family that we love, whatever. And some of us maybe have come out of it. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking is about is you don't make a law that goes against and opposes the edicts of God. You don't do that. And then you wonder what's going to happen. And, you know, uh, so, uh, you know, that really, really bothered me. Uh, We're getting too bold. You know, Uh, there was a time that even when people were doing wrong, they had a little, as we say, a little shade on it. They used to try to, you know, cover it up a little bit. Now it's like, yeah, what? I'm this, I'm that. I remember when uh, Bishop uh, George Boomer said that one day uh, that people are going to come to the church and say, this is my husband and this is my wife. While I was watching Marriage Boot Camp and the people from Love and Hip Hop, um, I think it was Atlanta, got on Marriage Boot Camp and the young lady that was married to Nico, y'all know, y'all watch it. Don't try to act like y'all don't watch it. Or the young, young lady was, <laughs> that was married to Nico, the one with all the hair, y'all know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> oh, I think, it's, I think it was Love and Hip Hop. It might have been Love and Hip Hop New York or one of them. But anyway, I'm getting better. I'm not watching so much anymore with that, but, yeah, I was watching it at that time. She got on marriage boot camp, and they called it not a couple but a throuple because it was three of them. I was like, look at this. It wasn't that long ago that um, uh, Bishop George Bloomer um, prophesied that. And when he said it, my spirit quickened, and I felt like nauseous, like, oh, my God, he's absolutely right, because I had never seen anything like that before. But, honey, it's on TV now. Yes, it is. And that's what people are saying. This is my husband, and this is my wife. I'm like, Lord, can it get any worse? Mm. You know, so, you know, uh, things are getting worse and worse. I know that's not a word, but, you know, trying to get my point across. Amen. One of the uses of um, discerning the spirits is being able to distinguish what is in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Now, this is why I need some of y'all to come and chime in on this. When you have discerning, uh, discerning of spirits, like, I know for myself, I could be riding, you know, from one uh, part of, uh, uh, well, around here, not so much, because uh, everything around here is pretty much the same. But when I lived in New York or when I lived in Jersey, I go from one neighborhood to another neighborhood, and you could feel the thing shift. I would know what the spirit was and what the um, the demons were, the ruling spirits of each area, because you could just feel it. You could tell when you were in one spot, uh, it was alcoholism, like especially uh, some of y'all that from Newark, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Then when I came from New York, everybody said, oh, New York is so bad. We wasn't able to buy, um, uh, go to the grocery store and get some bread or then also get a, a, a bottle of liquor right in the same store. You basically had to go to a liquor store or to a, a warehouse. But right in uh, Newark, New Jersey, on every corner there's a store, and you can also get some liquor while you, you wasn't even thinking about drinking. But while you're getting your milk and your bread, here go the devil. And so you can feel that spirit of alcoholism. When you go a little bit further, you can feel that spirit of a drug addiction. You know, when you go a little bit further, 
Uh, you can feel uh, that unclean spirit because that's the place where the prostitutes and stuff are. And so I'm asking you, have you ever, uh, same thing, or even just went somewhere, and you, because you have the discerning of spirits, you could tell what was going on in the atmosphere, anybody? Oh, I'm the only one? I, I couldn't. Well, I could. But what, what spirit it was, I, it was just an uncomfortable feeling. Right. That's what I was going to say. Some, but see, that's why now, uh, if you have the discerning of spirits, you would know. Hallelujah. Thank you for saying that. You would know. And that's the reason why we want. The reason why you want to know what the spirit is so that you can pray specifically. The Bible says that my people, they pray, but they pray amiss. And many times we've prayed those old, you know, generic prayer, Lord bless them, Lord help me, okay, Lord, cut me while I go to sleep, good night. And then you wonder why nothing's happening. You have to be, know how to pray strategically because the devil got a strategy. Hallelujah. And so when you know the spirit, you can say, I cast down this spirit of blah, blah, blah that's in here. Or like, you know, sometimes you even go to certain churches, I'm being real, and you can just kind of tell, mm, what's going on in here, you know? Or you go into some people's house, mm, you know? And so or it's some people you go on your job, and you're like, what in the world is in here? You can't wait to get off. It's not that the job is so bad. There's some spirits that's lingering. And so that's why it's important, hallelujah, to know what spirits are there so you can cast them out because you have power over all the power of the enemy. God gave you the power to cast out devils, everybody. You don't even have to have the uh, Holy Ghost. Uh, you just could have uh, be saved, and you still have power and authority over the enemy because of salvation. Amen? So that's why it's good to be able to distinguish what's going on in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Uh, sometimes when you go to um, uh, different um, events and things, hallelujah, uh, glory to God, uh, you need to know, hallelujah, what spirits operate in. Or somebody has a prophetic message, like I said before, like, you know, apostle, uh, not apostle to blood, master prophet uh, Bernard Jordan, uh, you know, when they speak, or another false prophet, when they speak, hallelujah. When you have the discerning of spirits, you know right away, uh, this is not God, hallelujah. This is not lining up, amen. I'm going to continue. I have a little bit more things I want to say, but right now, if anyone has a question, um, I, see, that's why I want to be on Zoom, because I can see you raise your hand. Hallelujah. Uh, but so I feel like there's somebody that wants to ask a question. You could just go ahead. Uh, do I have a, um, a question? Go ahead, my um, I was in class this last semester in um, my math class. And um, I was, I, I, from day one, I had sat in front of this, this young lady. And, you know, she just had like a, you know, just, she was just annoying. But this one day she came in. And um, she just started talking, and my ears, like, started burning, like, and I had to catch my ear, like, oh, my gosh. It felt like every time she opened her mouth, it was a stinging in my ear. Mm-hmm. And before I came to class, I was in the I just had a good praise in the car, you know, with the, with the Lord, you know, and I went to class right after that. And as soon as she opened her mouth, it was like, and every time she said something, I had to keep catching my ear. It was like a stabbing in my ear, like her, like to the point where I had to move away from her because my ear just kept, every time she opened her mouth, and it didn't happen with anyone else. It was just her. And then she just made a comment, oh, I just want all these men, and, oh, and, you know, we were doing a mathematical problem, and, and the teacher asked the question. She said, nine men. Oh, yes. And my ear just started, just started, like, stinging, like it was a stabbing in my ear till I had to move away from And I, I 
and I've just moved away from her for the rest of the semester. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what in the world was that? Like, I couldn't st- – like, her voice just stabbed me every time she opened her mouth. Yeah, that's real. Well, but you know what? When you pray or when I'm praying or even when you're talking now, my spirit feels a calmness because you have the right spirit. Well, it's the same thing. When anybody that has the wrong spirit or is demonic or has a demonic influence, especially people that are doing witchcraft or a lot of people are into new age and all that kind of thing, when they open up their mouth, same thing. That spirit is coming out. When I'm talking, a lot of people, even um, before I started um, really preaching, people are like, when I'm on the phone with you, I like your voice. It's just something about it. And it's not that my voice is so wonderful. It's the spirit, hallelujah, uh, that's in my voice uh, that will um, – uh, uh, bring peace, hallelujah, to the situation. And same thing when we're praying, and, and uh, some of y'all, you'll know, y'all are snipers in the spirit. And so trust and believe when you start praying, there's demons that are holding their ears, they're running and screaming out of the place. And that's the same thing, vice versa. I told y'all that my boyfriend, Spencer, the one I told y'all that, hey, you know, he was running the projects, glory to God. When I got saved and I was around Spencer, I promise you on everything that's holy, every time he coughed, I wanted to throw up. I'm like, oh, he has so many demons. I didn't know this before, you know what I'm saying? Before he would come out, like, okay, baby, okay. But huh, once I got saved, like his, just his very cough uh, would make me, it would pollute the air, you know. And so uh, that's even worse than talking. You know, I could deal with the talking, but the cough, it was just something about the cough. It was like, ah, it was like they would just come out. And so I know what you're saying. But, yeah, you're sensitive in the spirit as well. And you just had come out of being in prayer, you know, before you got in your classroom. So that made you even more sensitive. So, But the good news is that you're covered with the blood, and that's why it's very important that we cover our children uh, with the blood before they go out to these schools and they have the uh, witches, uh, you know, teaching them and, and all kind of, you know, nasty stuff flying around the school. Amen? So, yeah, that happens. What, what's even worse is when you go to a church and they start preaching and your ears start stinging. Like, I got to get up out of here. Ugh, the word is sounding right, but there's something behind it that's not right. And I don't want y'all to feel paranoid, but I just want y'all to be you know, alert. Hallelujah. And, uh, and the discernment of spirits, discerning of spirits is a very, very important gift. And we all need it uh, that are being used in ministry. It's very important. Amen. Ooh. I want to say something else, that a lot of people that possess this gift um, they have a desire to see people set from demonic bondage. And that's another reason why people have to give. People that have that heart, that care about people and love people and, and want to see people free, uh, glory to God. Uh, a lot of times the Holy Spirit will give you that gift because um, you need it. You need it so you'll know how to pray, like I just say, so you can pray specifically. Amen? And then Amen. many um, want that, that gift because they want to be more effective in prayer and in spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. Uh, it's nothing worse than you fighting your opponent and you don't know what they're possessing. How many people have lost the fight because they fighting right, you know, they fight with their fists and not knowing that the person got brass knuckles or they got a knife because they're losing a the fight. And so it's important to know your opponent. Hallelujah. And so you know what to do. You're already armed and ready and dangerous. And so that gift of uh, uh, discernment of spirits, it'll give you that edge on your opponent. Hmm. I'm just going to bring it home. Some of y'all have women that you'll think are your friends. 
um, minister to someone right now, hallelujah, who was married, young lady, married for 16 years, glory to God, hallelujah, you know, and her husband left, and uh, somebody was telling him some, you know, things that were wrong. And, of course, you know, like a lot of times, it was one of her very close friends. And come to find out, you know, she looks and she sees, you know, the guy, um, you know, with her um, friend on Facebook, you know. Be careful of these women that's coming up around your husbands and stuff. I'm not saying you got to be uh, paranoid because that's worse. It's nothing worse than an insecure woman. But I'm just saying when uh, that snake spirit or that Jezebel spirit on somebody, keep them out your house. Keep them from around your husband and your children too. Same thing, unfortunately, a lot of our children have been molested because some of our family members, we've left them. I'm just bringing it down. You'll know i got to be raw, right? I'm just going to be real. And we've left them alone, and, and, you know, we can't take that back. But now, you know, uh, we know, hallelujah, for our grandbabies, be careful who's around people. If it's something seems off, it is. That's why the spirit of discernment will let you know. Everybody else might be, oh, Uncle so-and-so is the best one. He brings all the money and the toys here because he's trying to get close to your child. You have to have discernment. Ah, and for anyone, I just know someone feel condemnation. No, no, no. What happened happened. Like we just said before, sometimes we're young and dumb, hallelujah, and it's under the blood. And so now we pray for whatever child or grandchild or whoever, you know, that was affected by because God is still that God who's more than enough, and he can heal. Uh, many people have gone through that. Look at Joyce Meyer. Her father raped her for many, many years, and look how strong she is. And there's so many others. Some people aren't as bold and as transparent as her, but many people, ah, as a minister and, 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 and counseling people, I promise you, it seems like almost maybe three out of five women that come in have been molested when I talk to them. And I'm just, and I might be just, you know, that might not even be a, a high uh, thing. I might be, you know, it might be higher than that because everybody doesn't tell, but it's so prevalent. And so we must have discernment, you know. And even sometimes when we have it, like I said, when you get that check in your spirit, glory to God, uh, I don't care who it is, you know, find out why. God don't just put a check in your spirit for nothing. And the discernment of spirits, discerning of spirits, it'll make it even more heightened uh, so that, you know, you'll see that devil far off. Amen? You don't have to wait for him to get up close. You smell his him mm-hmm. and you see him. Hallelujah. So, um, go ahead. Apostle, um, you're talking about that. So, I myself, I, I was molested by my Step uncle or whatever, and so I just have a, and I got eight granddaughters, mm. and and you know, and I you know, their their moms, you know, I you know, when I have them, I'll ask them, you know, is their boyfriend messing with them or anything, you know, you let me know. So is that just me being paranoid, or is that uh, no? Uh, uh-uh. a lot of times when you go through things, God allows sometimes. God didn't make it happen. That's not what was in his will. But he'll use those things that we go through, hallelujah, to make us more sensitive in the spirit in those areas, hallelujah. And you'll know the difference. A person that's paranoid is everybody. Stay away from men, you know. Now, that's paranoid. Now, that's all they want, you know. You can tell the difference uh, when, you know, uh, someone just has, still has that root of bitterness or, you know, they haven't been healed yet. But for someone that, you know, uh, God is dealing with and healing, uh, hallelujah, uh, they'll just be concerned and, you know, they'll be uh, wondering uh, because um, uh, that spirit of discernment, how we, like I said, it'll give you a heightened awareness 
of God's presence and the anointing and the enemy. Your, your, your spirits, uh, your senses become heightened. Hallelujah. And so and that's important uh, regardless. Nowadays you must ask, you know, uh, well, while we're on the subject, I'm just going to be being transparent today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, and I'm not going to um, record. Well, this is recorded, but no one will get a copy. Uh, amen. Um, but I found out uh, after I moved here uh, that my ex had um, been molesting my um, uh, youngest daughter. And so God is so awesome that he had me down here because I would have gone to jail. I would have had a prison ministry had I still been in New Jersey. I'm just saying and I was so hurt, and I, but I kept thinking, I kept asking, I kept saying, are you sure, you know, why something's not right? Nah, he don't do nothing, and blah, blah, blah. One time, even when she was very young, because I found it was from the age from 7 to 11, because uh, finally after I moved here, you know, it came out. And uh, one time she drew a, um, a bunny, and it had um, a penis. And I'm like, uh. most kids aren't putting a, you know, on a bunny. And I, I that bothered me a lot, and you know I talked to people, and some people said, well, you know, she has brothers, maybe she saw, you know, blah blah blah. But I knew, but I couldn't prove it, and I was never able to catch them, and she never would, you know, admit it. And so, but you know, now she's, you know, a young lady, and it's very sad. But it happens all the time, and I'm saying that to say I don't care how um, anointed you are, uh, things can slide by. The kind of house that I was living in at the time. It had so many different entrances and exits and so many places you could go to hide. And the devil knows how to hide, you know. And um, so I'm praying for her deliverance. And so far she seems to be, be doing uh, very well because now that we're talking about it and praying and she's going to see someone. And so it's very important that we talk to our children, you know. And I'm not going to act an old apostle. She see everything. So that wouldn't happen to her. <sighs> The devil hates me more than he hates a whole bunch of people. He wanted that to happen. That was supposed to break me. Once I got here to do what I had to do, when I heard that information, that was supposed to break me because that's my child. That's my baby. You did what, you nasty dog? But uh, I, I, I finally did forgive. You know, I forgave him because his uh, father, uh, the uh, one time um, his father had um, bothered um, his girlfriend's little girl who was two, her granddaughter, and I ended up uh, taking the young lady to live with me for a while, and I um, uh, let the authorities know, and they um, arrested him. And everybody in the family was mad. So what's that telling you, Apostle? There was a generational curse. And so I should have been even more alert that if the father was doing it, you know, so who knows what has ha happened to my husband, you know, why he was like he was. Besides the fact that it was a generational curse, he had been in jail before, you know, who knows. And so that was, that's why I was able to forgive him because I knew that somewhere along the line he had got messed up. Uh, 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 uh. So we have to forgive because I'm not going to get bound because what has happened, it has happened. So I'm not going to have a spirit of condemnation. And if it has happened to anyone in your family, and, you know, don't you have one either. Or if it happened to you because many people blame themselves. You know, I could, maybe I could have done this or that. Because I hear that all the time. No, you were a child, you know. And so, you know, we must forgive ourselves. Uh, God is doing something tonight on this line. Hallelujah. He's Hallelujah. I promised uh, the devil I was going to pay him back for all the uh, things he's been putting me through lately. And I'm so glad that I know that I am because people are being free on the line. I feel crescende Shabbat. I feel the freedom, and I also feel nauseous, so that means that someone is being delivered. Amen. Mm -hmm. So 
So thank God for the line tonight. Every Bible study we have, I ain't bragging. We have a God just show up on our Bible study. I'm not saying he don't show up all the time, but that Bible study, that's when we see the miracles and the signs and the wonders, people getting filled with the Holy Ghost. And that's why I knew when we taught on the Holy Ghost, so many people got filled with the Holy Ghost. I knew that if I talked and taught on uh, the gifts, that people's gifts will be activated. Some people have the gift already, and it's lying dormant because no one is uh, speaking to that gift. No one is putting the demand on the gift. Some of you are in churches where they don't believe and believe in that. And so no one's going to um, pour into you uh, to touch that. Hallelujah. And then can I be real again? Some people are jealous, especially the leaders. They don't want you to have more gifts in them or whatever. Ah, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. That's Sad true. but true. And so, but I want everybody to have all the gifts. Let's do this. Hallelujah. Let's do this. Let's get right, church, and let's go home. That's my goal. Uh, edify the people of Christ. Uh, hallelujah. Stir up the gifts that's in them. Hallelujah. Uh, anoint them with oil, and let's go do the work of an evangelist and do what God called us to do and get stuff right before, you know, he comes home, uh, takes us home, and he comes back for us. We don't want to get uh, caught out there with our works undone. Mm-mm. But a lot of people trying to work and, you know, they 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 working and they, they making a shipwreck or they're working. Have you ever had somebody help you and you're like, oh, man, that's okay. Cause they making it worse. Ugh, mm-hmm. Nothing worse. You know, like I know you want to help and you got the right idea. The Bible talks about that zeal with no knowledge. But it's not their fault if no one told them. So we got a lot of people out here working, and they're making it worse. They're making it so some people I never, ever want to come to church after they've been to your church and after you done talked to them and made them feel some kind of way. Ugh. Mm. My, my, my. Ooh. Should I keep going? Yeah, I'm almost finished. Because, you know, when we did the book of Acts, <laughs> we did that about three months, but that was goody, good, good. But I'm not trying to be that long. If some of y'all feel like it's too much, because I've been, oh, we've been on this line over an hour, hallelujah. And when we do Zoom, watch, it's going to take even longer, because more people get um, involved when we're on Zoom, hallelujah. Is it a, po- is it a problem for any of y'all to um, download Zoom on your computer, which is easy on your computer. You just go to zoom.us, and some people on their phone, they do it on their phone. Uh, I don't have room on my phone to do it, because I would really like next week, for us to do it um, on Zoom. Does anyone have a problem um, with that, or is, would that be um, feasible for everyone? Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't able to download it for some reason. My computer wouldn't like open it up. I don't know why. How about your phone, boo? Because some people get on their phone, like our sister yeah. Regina she gets on her phone, and some other people get on the phone as well. And so, huh, we'll gotta work that out. Because I want you on. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let me see where am I. I put that you become sensitive to the atmosphere. We talked about that. And then this is the thing is we live in a natural world, and we also live in a spiritual world concurrently. You know what that means, at the same time. Ted, do you ever think about it like that? We're here, we're citizens of heaven, but we're still living on earth. And so that's why we need discernment, because there's so much going on. Hallelujah. The people that aren't saved, they're just living in this natural world. But those of us that are saved, hallelujah, uh, we're living in two worlds at the same time. And so hence the warfare, hence the, uh, you know, the opposition, hence uh, you looking peculiar and strange to your people, you know, 
And we're looking at them, they're looking at us, and we're looking at them looking at us. Like, mm. So it's a lot. But hallelujah, when you have the spirit of discernment, it lets you remember, yeah. And, and for me, that's what's keeping me right now through uh, this uh, really dark time that I'm going through. You know, uh, I, I didn't get uh, um, uh, Caleb still has to go through some more testing and all that. And I still believe God regardless. And I, my spirit feels even better. Everything's flowing and going. And I know I'll have a testimony. But in the meantime, for those of you that are parents and grandparents, it's nothing worse. Hallelujah. Uh, when you see a child suffering, especially a child that is a good child. I'm not saying you want any of your children to suffer. You know, even the worst is ones that get on your reserve nerve. You don't want to see them go through either. But especially those that are, you know, walking upright, you know. And so, you know, this has been a very trying time. Uh, but the fact is that um, I'm sitting in the – and <clears throat> excuse me. I did want to tell you all this. We're sitting in the office today waiting for the doctor to come back in because, you know, they were doing different little tests and things. And Caleb and I were sitting in the little office by ourselves. And um, I just started singing, you know, a different little, you know, praise songs and different things. I said, Caleb, sing it with me. He's like, oh, my, you know, oh, my God. Then I'm looking. Here come one angel. Here come another angel. Next thing is crowded, all the angels in there. What are you saying, Apostle? I was able to get through what I was going through. I was sitting uh, in Spartanburg Medical Center, but I was hallelujah, also seated in heavenly places at the same time. So thank God, hallelujah, that we are uh, have dual citizenship, hallelujah. We live in this world, but we're also part of the kingdom of the Most High God. I'm so grateful for that. I don't know how other people make it through uh, living just on this realm. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So we're blessed. We're blessed. We might go through a fight and all that, but we're blessed because we win every time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My last point is that in Genesis 32, um, 1 through 2, I don't know if you remember when Jacob came um, across a group of angels, um, he named the place um, Manaham, um, which means double camp. Uh, just like with us, we live in dual place. Hallelujah. And that's the same thing. So when you get a chance, just read Genesis 32, uh, 1 through 2, glory to God. And it just talks about... Uh, how Jacob, you know, came across, you know, the angels and things. And that's just a reminder of that um, he knew, hallelujah, that this is a place where the angels are. And we're so blessed too, hallelujah, uh, that the angels are with us. And I just want to say this in closing, that your spiritual uh, senses will be attuned uh, to what's going on. An example, you know, you, like we just said, you know, when you ride through certain places, hallelujah, uh, your senses kind of know. Sometimes when you just said that, you say, I don't know what it was, but my senses just knew something is wrong. Hallelujah. And that's what discernment of spirits does. But it will identify the spirit that's ruling so you'll know. And then sometimes, like around here, uh, you, you can identify the, the spirits that are not of God, but around here many times there's open portals, hallelujah, uh, for heaven. I remember before I, when we first moved here, my son was still in you know, the elementary school part because they had uh, middle school there too, and there's a place where the light is, and we would just go, oh, I'm like, you feel that? Yeah, you feel that? I said, okay, just raise up your hands. That's a, that's a, this is an open portal. I said, I've never experienced one this strong before. I forgot the place in, um, oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I know it, too. It's a place in Arizona because I was telling uh, Elder Rose, we need to go quick. 
And it's a place that they say that, um, but a lot of new age people come to because they know too. Isn't that something? But it's an open portal. I think it might be New Mexico. I'll I'll, I'll remember, and I'll I'll tell you guys where it is. But I was like, I want to go there, especially when I really be going through. I said, I want to go somewhere so I can just be right under an open portal. Uh, And people have seen uh, things, glory to God. It's so strong that even, you know, people that aren't even, you know, uh, walking in Christ can see it. And so that's the good thing about discernment of spirits as well, uh, that you can identify open portals. I hate the fact that sometimes people that aren't saved, they recognize those things even sometimes before us. It just really uh, burns my buns. But God is like that. He loves everybody. Oh, oh, God, that's not fair. Why they know? You know? And so then also, like we were just saying, you know, anytime there's a prophetic utterance, um, somebody has discernment of spirits, you can tell, hallelujah, if it's anointed uh, by the Holy Spirit or if it's just the speakers are talking from their own, you know, natural, you know, uh, their, uh, what they're going through. And that's the end of this hallelujah uh, message, glory to God, and this teaching, hallelujah, glory to God. So if anybody has any questions now or uh, uh, a prayer request or anything like that, this is your time. A comment, anything. This is you all. Um, Apostle. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? I'm uh, good. I just, I just wanted to, uh, there was a time in the church that I was in, Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, a pastor anniversary. And, you know, your senses, your spirit becomes heightened because you just know something is not right. Yeah. And, uh all these men was on the altar and stuff, and I was just like, mm, something's not right. Something's <laughs> not. Something about to go off on here. And you know the uh, mannerisms of your leaders, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I heightened the ushers, and I say, y'all be on guard because something. And they looked at me. When they see something, they say, we saw your eyes, and we was like, <laughs> something's about to go down. I was mm-hmm. like, and all of a sudden it took one one person, when he came, he was the moderator, and it took him, and it looked like all of them just got jealous. It looked like everything just went totally left. And even for the, um, they told him they had five minutes to, you know, to say something nice or whatever, and that went left. Then the altar call mm-hmm. went left. It went left so bad that women left hurting more than what they came in. And I was like, I was human at that point because it was ridiculous. It was totally ridiculous. And at the time, come to, there was one person there, and I said, something is not right because he pushed the woman down. And I was like, you mm. could literally see that she wasn't, the spirit, the anointing was not on him, and he pushed her down. Jesus. And I was like, no, he didn't. I was like, <laughs> So our yes, leader saw that, and he had to hurry up and get 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 the service back under under control. Right. But that same person that did that two weeks later, he was on the news because he molested children. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! And we were screaming because I was like, Lord, I knew it. He said, "That's why I told you start praying and be watchful because you just don't know." He said, but you, you know, you knew. And I was like, Lord, that's, he said, yep, you're going to have to pray for us. Another month later, they arrested him again for doing the same thing. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Help so us, it was 
you know, it was like, Lord, help me always to be alert. And, and at the time, I was armor bearing my first lady. And she looked at me and she said, "You in the spirit?" I said, "Oh, you know, I'm in the spirit." She said, "Let's let's go." The women was just they was hurting, and one lady was crippled, and he was just she she was she had, this was her first time was able to get out a first lady at that. She wasn't a walker. Her husband brought her, and she was already self-conscious to begin with, and that man came up and embarrassed her so much. You're going to walk today. I was like, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate that. Wow. And we, we had to hurry up, and I had to pull my first lady. She said, I saw. I'm coming. I'm coming. And it was just, I just encouraged anybody, be alert. Just yes. be alert because this is no joke. Those spirits got so jealous and so crazy in a hurry, he had to hurry up and pull it back together. Even his presiding bishop had to hurry up and get back on the altar, and we had to start praying in tongues because that spirit had just went crazy. And he and it's in the land. That spirit's in the land. It wasn't just at that church. Unfortunately, it's taken over. It's taken over some of the airwaves. A lot of times we could just say, well, I can't wait to get home and watch some Christian TV. Now you can't even watch all the Christian TV. It's very sad. But the Bible tells us that we would see this, and when we see these things happening, know that your redemption draweth nigh, that he's on his way back. But that's why the spirit of discernment is very, very important. Thank God you had it so that you saw what was getting ready to happen way before it. Imagine if you hadn't seen it and you didn't have that spirit. It would have gotten even worse. Hallelujah. But you, by, when you catch it early, come on now, uh, then you can get it under control because people can start praying. It's like we're on the line sometimes. No offense. You know, but sometimes, yeah, okay, I'm going to be nice. Amen. Glory to God. But it happens. It happens. Hallelujah. It happens. And you can feel it and you can hear it going left. They're like, mm, you know, but... Uh, God sees and thank God. And so I think that's a, a gift that, you know, anybody that God uh, is using, we should desire that gift. Just like we desire, you know, the gift of uh, diverse tongues that we talked about before. Uh, you know, we need that gift um, of discerning of spirits so much, so, so much, especially these days, my Lord. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? I just have a comment. This uh, this is Wilma. Um this is the first time I ever I, I've been on the uh, the Bible study. And I'm not really cell phone savvy, <laughs> so this Zoom USA, okay, you speaking Chinese to me? Oh, well, but do it on your computer, baby girl. All you have to do is go right on the website. You just have to go on the website Zoom dot us, and um, they'll put you right on. And what I'll do is I give everybody a meeting ID, and you just put the meeting ID, and what'll happen is. And we'll all be able to see each other. Hey. And it's it's just a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I don't have a computer. I gave my laptop away to okay, my grandson. So you should be able to give it you should be able to get it on your phone. I'm not able to do it because I don't have a lot of room on my phone. But most phones can get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I have truly enjoyed myself. Oh, I enjoyed you too. I, I we enjoyed you praying as well. Thank God for you. Next time you gotta get on a little earlier so we can really get the all of the goody goody, as my father used to say, Hallelujah! Yes, I yeah. thank God for you. I'm glad that I reached out. The Holy Ghost said, "Ask her." And I've never asked you before, but God is doing a new thing. Glory to God! Sometimes we just keep staying with the same old thing. And I'm glad I reached out. I'm glad the Holy Ghost told me to reach out. 
and, you know, and some other things we got to talk about, you know. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. But thank God for you. Uh, you're a blessing, and you're um, uh, definitely an asset, and I appreciate you, and I love you. Amen. Well, thank you. I love you, too. Hey. <laughs> Glory to God. Anybody else have a prayer request or something they want to say um, before I close it? Hi, Apostle. Hi. Your baby sister. <laughs> I know, because you're my baby sister. I know your voice, but go ahead. <laughs> no, my goddaughter's here, so I'm going to put her on the phone. Okay, amen. Amen. Hello? Hi. Hi, I would just like to pray for the spirit of discernment. You want that spirit? Okay, I'm going to pray for everyone to get the spirit of discernment. What's your name, baby? Shanoa. Camilla? Shanoa. Oh, Chanel, that's pretty. Okay, definitely. Well, you make sure you come back on sometimes, amen. But we're definitely, I'm, I was going to do that. That's when, when I, before I close out, I was going to pray that we all get that spirit. Because as you were listening, you realize that that spirit is, uh, uh, that gift is something that you really want, right? Yes. And need. <laughs> if you're in Brooklyn <laughs> with, my, um, with my baby sister, y'all show sure enough need it. Hallelujah, up in Brooklyn. Glory to God, New York, period. <laughs> My oldest daughter's in Brooklyn, and she had the audacity to tell your neighbor she's living in the projects in Brooklyn now. I'm like, Lord. Well, all right. <laughs> I said, she's going to learn today, you know, but hey, those are children. So hallelujah. You know, she went, came from South Orange, New Jersey with, hello, how are you? Uh, to now she's in Brooklyn, the project, what, what, what? So she's going to learn. Mm-hmm. She's going to learn. But that sometimes God allows things because she has a ministry. Feel me? And sometimes uh, you have to let people go ahead and do what they got to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I, I know what I put in her. And so I, I'm believing she's going to stand strong. And whoo, But in the meantime, yes. That's one thing I do love. You know, a lot of times people talk about different places. Well, you lived here, you lived there. Thank God for the streets of New York, uh, glory to God, because uh, a lot of times we have intuition, and it's not the same as discerning of spirits, but that intuition, because if you're living in certain areas, you better uh, sense things. You better be alert. You better be watching. And so then when you get it in the spiritual realm, you are bad. You hear me? Hallelujah. I ain't bragging, but every uh, preacher that I know that's living right, uh uh-huh, I'm adding that, from New York City is all that and some more. Because just getting on the subway alone, tell the truth. You better be watchful, girl. She comes from the project. Uh Uh-oh, she might be my daughter's project. Need you to knock on our door. Yeah, you need it. Uh, Because the enemy is real. The enemy is real. It's just like any other place, glory to God. You know, when you, it's just the law of averages. When you have a lot of people around, you know, you can have a certain percentage that's just not doing right. Hallelujah. And New York is like that. It's concentrated. And especially in certain areas, glory to God. I want to say this about Brooklyn. Brooklyn has been one of the places that I love, love, love. There are some pockets in Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn has the cozy, homey, like I love me some Brooklyn. Hallelujah. <laughs> so everybody in Brooklyn, glory to God, they just got this uh, swag. I love Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. It's just something about Amen. Brooklyn. Amen. They have the Brooklyn <laughs> Academy of Music. There's so many people that have come out of Brooklyn, and everybody knows that, that are celebrities and stars. There's something going on in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. I believe that somebody uh, before, you know, we were here, prayed over Brooklyn. There's something about it. 
and I love it. And so, you know, but I would definitely, um, we're going to pray before we hang up that anybody that wants that gift, that's how we get down. Amen. Anybody else? Well, since you already said you're going to pray for all of us for the yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely for the gift of discernment. Yes. Um, yes, because my oldest granddaughter, she went to um, St. Louis, Missouri, no job looking, and um, I asked my son's dad to look out for her, but, you know, just discernment to see, you know, she's telling me that everything's fine, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but we're going to pray that God will cover her. And as our children, just like some of us, with gifts or anything else, you get more mature, you know, they get keener, hallelujah, as you go through more things, glory to God. And so it's a process. You know, none of us got up and we had it together. And so we have to remember that when it comes to uh, dealing with our children and our grandchildren. Sometimes we expect them to be where we are, but we weren't always where we we are. And so we must just be patient and trust God because God taught me this. You know, I'm in uh, South Carolina. Uh, some of my, most of my children are some are here, uh, some are in Jersey, and my daughter's in Brooklyn. And um, you know, sometimes I want to get afraid, and God said, "Darling, I'm there." <laughs> You're right. You know, He's um, uh, omnipresent. Hallelujah. And so He's there. He's wherever they are. He's there too. And so He got them. And we must remember that. Amen. Oh, we'll yeah, we'll never sleep. Mm-mm. Anybody else before we pray? We sing praises to Your name. Oh, Lord, praises to your name. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I got Antoinette on. Sing me a song. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Come on, evangelist. We're just trying to act. Hi. Hi. Let us still be on the line. Come on, sing us something. Uh-uh. Before I pray. Thank you, my dear. Glory to God. Of thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me I need 
that want that gift, I need you to put your hand on your belly now. Because out of your belly shall flow. Rivers of living water. Out of your belly. Many of you have gifts that's in your belly that have been lying dormant. And so if you desire that gift, place your hand on your belly. Father, I thank you right now. Hallelujah. That the season Ah, my, my, my. That the fire, the Hasata of the Holy Ghost would fall fresh now on this line. For those of you that's feeling the heat in your belly, Hallelujah. God, I thank you right now that you're stirring up the gifts in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the Shakrende Shaba would fall now. God, I thank you right now. That you would visit each one. I think that this is the time of visitation. I thank you right now, Father God, that someone, Father God, is getting the gift of diverse tongues. That they're going to hear their tongues change. That they'll have warring tongues and praise and worship in tongues and singing tongues. That even when someone starts moaning and wailing and groaning, uh-huh. God, you told that even the spirit understands the uttering of the groanings and the utterance that we make, Father, that you, hallelujah, you know what we're saying. I think that someone's going to wake up and they will be groaning and wondering what's going on. Ah, But that's the spirit of travail. Hallelujah. Because some have some things that's way deep. Ah, And God, through that, you birth things. I thank you right now. That even the gift of prophecy, that many would stand up and foretell, a word of wisdom and word of knowledge. I think that some will even have the gift of miracles, Father God. The working of miracles. Somebody's feeling heat on their head. My God, my whole the top of my head, my chest. My belly is on fire. God, let them feel the fire, the consuming fire that's burning up the chaff. That's burning up. Somebody's feeling it on the back of their neck. God, I thank you right now. Mm. Let your visit your people. I thank you, that nothing has changed. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost is in the land. Yes. Ah, that a sound was made. Ah, like the shakranda rushing mighty wind. And it filled all of them. And so, God, I thank you that you'll do the same. Spirit of the living God, have your way. Now. Ah, whose uh, neck is on fire? Because my neck is on fire. It's nothing wrong with my neck. I don't know why. Ah, my whole body's on fire now. But that's not my knees and stuff. It's just the top part of me. Somebody's getting healed because it's too hot. Somebody's chakra the throat because my throat also is chakra shaba. Ah, kretende shababa. Someone's throat is being healed. Kri 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 kri. Kran kri kri kresa. Kran gring 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 gra. 
I want everybody now that has a heavenly language, I want you to speak in your heavenly language now because God's getting ready to do something. Somebody's chakran uh, is going to change. Somebody's Come on now. Let's activate these gifts. Speak in other tongues. Come on. Speak in your heavenly language. Come on. Speak in your heavenly
Let me pay for her. Then I see. Come on, get. Are you on, baby? Hallelujah. I have a word from the Lord for you. Hallelujah. You on? Okay. As we were speaking in tongues, the Holy Ghost told me to tell you that to fear not. God wants to do a healing in you physically, emotionally, financially, a whole overhaul. But God told me to tell you that it's necessary for you to come out from among them. There's some people that have attached themselves to you, and you love them, but they're draining the mess out of you. They're taking your very essence. And God said to tell you that this is that time that you need to sever these ties. God said you've missed a lot of blessings because of some people that's around you that's aborting your your destiny. Cling close to Shakran Prophet Nicole. Cling close to her. God put her in your life to be as a mother to you, to teach you and to show you. When she tells you something, listen. She loves you. She loves you. God said to tell you that in the next few months that people are going to look at you and say, there's something different about you because you're going to be free. And so right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I say, Father, this your daughter. You told me to tell her that you love her and that you're with her and that you're bringing her out, and that you're opening a door for her, so she can make some money. Uh-huh. But God, you told me to tell her that when you do this thing, for her to remember from whence it came, and for her to not to go back, but to stay focused and to trust you, and that you'll do even more, that you want to blow her mind. And so, Father, I'm thanking you right now that I'm shakran, I'm sealing her with the blood. That the blood of Jesus will cover her mind, her spirit, her emotions, where she is, and especially her feet. You said, my peace, my peace I give unto you. And I thank you right now that I'm I'm covering her feet with the precious blood. And everywhere she walks, Father God, that there'll be peace. I speak peace to her mind, peace to her spirit, peace to her body, and peace to her emotions, and peace around her. God, I thank you for that. And I thank you, Father, that you're making her into the young lady and the woman of God that you would have her to be. Thus saith the Lord your God. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Can we give God some praise for what he's doing? Is it all right if we give him some praise for blessing this young lady? I don't know anything about her. I don't know what God is saying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, I don't know if you heard me because we were praising God and speaking in tongues, but just that kind of in your in your belly, uh, God's doing something. He's healing. He's reversing it. Uh-huh. Somebody's been having an infection, and it keeps going. It keeps coming. You got healed tonight. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, it's done, and it's so. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 God, I think you're reversing things for many. People have been talking about, Lord, how long, how long? See, God has things in waves. And this is that new wave that's coming, uh-huh. Uh, don't miss what God has for you. Be quick to obey. When God tells you to do something, be quick to obey, family. Hear what I'm saying because I hear him telling me to tell you that. When he tells you to do something, no more questioning. Well, I ain't sure. You know his voice by now. And if it's to give, uh, the devil's not going to tell you to give because he don't want you to give. And your own self's not going to tell you to give because, you know, we kind of, you know, yeah, our human spirit is uh, but when God tells you to give, give. It's not going to always be uh, money. Uh, sometimes he might just tell you to go spend time. He told me yesterday, um, uh, one of the, a young a lady that helped when I, my mom died, she was there for me. And uh, when I spoke to her uh, uh, yesterday, the Holy Ghost said, I need you to go see her uh, because she's not going to be around much longer. Hallelujah. And so I'm going to make sure I bring myself up there to do that. Uh, we have to start now uh, not trying to figure out stuff. Because, uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, I ain't got no money to go. But you know what? Uh, God said go. He'll do what he says. And uh, we have to be quick now to obey because God wants to get some stuff to us. But he's looking for someone that will obey. Hallelujah. All this crying we're doing, that don't move God. Faith moves God. Obedience moves God. I'm teaching. And so when he says do something, do it. Even if it makes sense or it doesn't make sense to you, you know, hallelujah, do what he's telling you to do. And do it when he tells you to do it. Because I want to see all of us blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of us are just getting some things that God promised us years ago, but thank God we held on. Amen. And so that's what I want to leave you with. Thank God for what he's doing. Uh, hallelujah. Tomorrow we will have um, our power, glory to God. We won't be having old-fashioned worship because she is old-fashioned tired. It's enough. I got to take a day somewhere. Amen. But we will be having our power. And I promise you, it's just what it said. From the day of inception, uh, three and something years ago, from the time we've got on our power, the power of the Holy Ghost has met us, and tomorrow won't be anything different. And so I'm going to see you tomorrow at noon. But now unto him who's able to keep you from falling 
and present you faultless before his throne with exceeding joy, till only wise God, our Savior, be both dominion and power now and forever. And the people of the Most High God said, Amen. 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 I love you. Love y'all. Amen. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 